Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Hey, team is, it's just two minutes shy before it is 20 minutes to 11. At 11 o'clock, remember, we have the final news bulletin and straight after that, it gets juicy and saucy. We are going to be talking closet conversations and it's going to be about the transitioning process. If you have ever been curious about this process, the time is now. We'll speak to someone who is going through the process, almost done. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm very curious about it, but make sure that no one under the age of 18 is tuned in right now it's time for mindful wednesdays the power of the dream now sometimes we 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 want to dream we want to build castles in the sky we want to be you know living in la la land but we don't put the dreams into action and it is said that many of the grave sites are filled with dreamers but who never realize those dreams so today billy siligana who's africa's number one professional inspirational speaker is joining us and we're going to talk about the dream act on them not only will that help you but it will change your life when your dreams become a reality interact with us ask your questions tell us what your dreams are and what your milestones are towards those dreams 0117142006 is the number to dial or you can sms 41391 whatsapps go to 0614104107 yo billy silicane I am so happy that this Wednesday we are going to actually have a mindful Wednesday. <laughs> no load shedding. Absolutely. <laughs> How are you, my dear lady? Ah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm glad that we're speaking to you. Beautiful. Beautiful. Last week we had ESCOM doing the best out of us. Listen, <laughs> it's something that we need to brace ourselves for for the Absolutely. next yeah, we while. Need to, we, need to, we need to learn to nav- navigate life around it. Yeah. I'm telling you, these potholes of life are all over the place. So. Yeah. Dreaming. I I know I'm a dreamer. I know Mm -hmm. I'm a dreamer. But a a lot of us are dreamers, you know. Mm -hmm. And some of us are dreamers and we end there, full stop. So how do we make (laughs) these dreams become reality? I think what we need need to do first, before we even talk about making the dreams become a reality, we need to go back to the fundamental thing that makes us sometimes be afraid to dream. Now, if you remember our, our late president, Nelson Mandela, on his first inauguration, he recited a, a, a very powerful speech, which a lot of people don't know. It was a poem by Marianne Williamson. Now, I'm going to read the, the opening part of that poem, which will give us the context of w- what we will talk about. He says that our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant? Then it says, as we liberate ourselves from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So I guess if, if we look at our societal programming, the places that we grew up in, where we were born and who we interacted with, had a lot to do with what we dream, how we dream, and if ever we have pipe dreams or dreams that can be shifted from dream to reality. So uh, the first thing is, why are we, I mean, it's a question, why are we so afraid to even verbalize our dreams? You know, in our society, when you verbalize your dream, people say, oh, we get a little, you know, it's not going to happen. So 
we live in a society or an environment where we only focus mostly on other people's failures without acknowledging their success. That's where the challenge is. So we limit ourselves because of focusing on failure as opposed to yeah. successes. And yeah. and uh, one of our A-teamers is sending a message here. Sander is saying, good evening, Mrs. Pat. Um, a profound quote. It definitely is a profound quote. But why do we limit our dreams? Is it because we are scared of our dreams? Okay, so let, let, me, let me give an example. If you were born in, let's say, in Venda, in Sibasa, you know, and, you know, you've never seen a plane fly by, okay? You've seen it only on television. And you have never met a person who's been to Singapore, Japan, all those kind of places. So there is no visible point of reference for you. So therefore, it becomes even completely almost impossible for you to even think that the things that you observe from a distance are actually possible for normal human beings, you know. Uh, And then when we think and view life in that way, we then end up labeling things that these things are meant for other people. You know, like uh, me and you know, there would be a language called Geshimar. I, you know. (laughs) So once you say Geshimar, you're literally excluding yourself Mm. from Mm. partaking in those in Tosama But as in you know, there are no things in life that are exclusively created or meant for certain people. Everything is available, but again, it goes back to the influence and the physical environment that we grow up in and the references that we have, you know. So I'll give an example. I was born in Tembisa. So for, from a very young age, well, not when I'm saying young, I'm saying like about 12, whatever. I used to drag my friends to the airport, you know. And at the airport, there was a, a viewing deck where you could sit and see planes and also see people by Luna Men. And I would tell my friends, well, one day I'm going to be traveling the world. And my friends would look at me and say, hey man, you watch too many American movies. Show us one black person. There's not even one black person in this group of people that are going to these planes and you're telling us that you're going to do that. So today, a lot of my friends always come back to me and say, hey, man, you remember you used to do this to us, Urizabu Airport. How did you know that it was possible? And what you told us then is the reality of your life. Hmm. Well, I guess it's this thing of transcending your circumstances. Because our circumstances are in front of us to teach us, not to punish us. And far too many people believe the circumstances that they're faced with now is their ultimate reality. But truthfully, it's not. You know, uh, in the spiritual world, they always have this uh, expression that says, uh, tested to be promoted. You know, you've got to be tested to shift from one level to the other. And if you don't pass the test, you can't go to the next level. 
Sure. We are talking very, very informative, but also very touching uh, topic on this Mindful Wednesday, the power of dreams and putting them into action. Let's go uh, to some of the voice notes that A-teamers have sent. You, remember, you can also send yours. Tell us what your dream is. Have you realized a dream that you've had since you were young? Are you still going towards uh, getting the dream achieved? What are the stumbling blocks in your way? Thanks, it's Patricia. I'm enjoying this uh, sort of uh, kickstart to this uh, half an hour of your show. Uh, profound quote indeed there by your guest. Uh, I think the reason why we fear pursuing our dreams is particularly because uh, some messages are still uh, internalized, messages of how inadequate we are. Um, still ingrained in our subconscious minds and so even if we try and uh, reach uh, you know press towards the mark of the high calling there's still of course that limitation that says uh, you know maybe maybe so and so is right and that so and so is normally the agents of our socialization that mother that you looked up to that never really uh, properly esteemed you that uncle that you know always told you 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 think you are better than you 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 really are and so i think there's a lot of uh, work that needs to be done at the subconscious level to affirm oneself before one can fully just stretch forward toward the the, the the mark of their high calling and i think those are some of the reasons why we never really pursue our dreams fully or pursue them half-heartedly asanda molos the Berkeley east enjoying your show as always good evening Good evening, Asanda. Thank you very much. Um, I mean, you're a social worker, Asanda, and clearly you understand how the human mind and emotions work and some of the limitations that can cause uh, us not to achieve our dreams. Dreams can become reality, as you have said, Mm -hmm. Billy. Your Mm -hmm. dream to travel the world is a reality. It might have taken you time, but you did get there. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Your comment on what Asanda has said. She's, She's spot on. You know, Patricia, one of the things that I say to people, and when I share with people, I always say that matter can't shift matter. So matter can't change matter. So you can't change at the beta level of your thinking process, which is where we are at the moment. This conversation that we're having, we're having it at a beta level. So we cannot change. Change has to happen at, um, uh, how can I say, at a much more deeper subconscious level. And, and that happens when we, 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 give, we, we sort of move out of the way and one of the most powerful things that I've ever learned to do that, and it's amazing that I've learned this thing three years ago because all these years I've, I've been looking at it in a very different way because of data that I had which was not correct. Meditation. There is no tool as powerful, as poignant, as result-oriented as meditation is. And... A lot of people when we talk about meditation, they've got all kind of kind of crazy ideas. I also did. Until I understood the meaning of meditation. What is meditation? Meditation is, is getting it, meditation means getting familiar with. But getting familiar with what? With your new self. You know, with a new world, with a new beginning. And and when you are in a meditative state, your brain has gone down to what we call theta. And at a theta level of your brain vibration, you you have shifted. You know, you, you're not in the way of change and transformation. And change happens. But like, uh, like the lady called, Wasanda, it happens 
it should happen at a deep subconscious level because between the two brains, your conscious and your subconscious brain, the most powerful is your subconscious brain, and your subconscious brain knows no difference between right and wrong. Its capabilities to store and recall, and all it needs is the tree and call whatever it's been stored. So for you to change and transform and, and, and clean the storage, you have to hack your brain literally. And actually, one of the things that I would want you to do at the end of this conversation, there's a song by a guy, you know, Josh Groban, from his first album. The song is called Let Me Fall. It's a very powerful meditative song. I just want to read a few sentences from the song so that people can understand what it means. The As song a... is called Let Me Fall. Mm-hmm. So he says, let me fall, let me climb, which is almost like an oxymoron, but it's not. He says there's a moment when, if, when fear and dream must collide. So there must come a time in your life when your dreams and your fears must collide. And the most powerful of the two will win. And then he says, someone I am is waiting for courage. The one I want, the one I will become will catch me. So most of the time, people are an image of who they're supposed to be. They're not the real essence of who they have to be. But for that greatness, that great person to show up, there has to be this battle that happens. And that battle must be a collision between your dreams and your fears. And and I've got a question here from uh, Zambian King who says... He just wants to know, does economical needs not limit one from fulfilling their dreams? Well, you know, Patricia, again, you must understand that everything around our lives is a narrative, is a story that has been told. So the story of economics, you know, the Eurocentric way of economics is the management of scarce resources. (laughs) And who says, who said resources are scarce? You know, so if you live in an environment where you listen to the noise outside, it's going to affect you. Where you see your friends driving to Koloi, on a Koloi, and all you think you think success is driving a car. When you see your friends wearing a particular label, where you think success is wearing that label, it is going to affect you because now your brain and the vibration of your brain is now focused on these physical things that are in front of you. Which, quite honestly, in the bigger scheme of things, are never the definition of true success and fulfillment. They are just but a part of, but not the holistic, you know, outcome of what success should actually be. And that is the challenge that we have. So if you look at Stevie Wonder, he's blind, you know, and he became the greatest musician of all time. It's just 1071 or 70 the other day. And if he could do it, without seeing these things out there, but he was able to achieve them. So he never saw these things, but he focused on the internal gift, which was the gift of music. And the gift of music made manifest the physical things. But he never said, I want to drive this car, I want to wear these shoes, I want to live in a big house. No, he never said that. All he said is, I have a gift, and all I want to do is to express this gift. And he did. And the, the reciprocity of the expression of the authentic gift became these things, a nice car, they're traveling around the world and all those kind of things. Yes, if you allow your eyes, because sometimes your eyes are your worst enemy, if you allow yourself to look at things and quantify those things as a symbol of where you are going to be, you're going to be trapped. Mm. 
Mm. You know, Billy, this message here from one of our A-teamers says, says, Pat, real life is real. I personally prefer fantasy world to keep sane and always have a sense of purpose. I'm still pursuing, but not so hard because I get overwhelmed if I go too hard. I'm moving with a snail pace, one step at a time. If you have a, a, a family member, a partner, a friend, a child that knows what their dream is, you can also see and align with their dream and their vision, but they just don't have the willpower. They keep procrastinating. They keep, you know, bashing themselves down. How do you help them to fulfill that, um, you know, the milestones to reach their dream without being pushy, without making them feel as if you are pushing your own agenda and you want to live vicariously through them? You use the power of the third party. The power of the third party always says, Patricia, is quite amazing. I will tell my son something, which is so profound, but he's going to look at me and say, oh, this man is my father, what can he tell me? But I'll get a friend of mine to say exactly what I said to him differently. He's going to think, oh, your friend is cool. So sometimes we have to use the power of the third party to get the point across. Because, you know, a king is a husband to the wife. <laughs> hmm. But to the people, is a king. Mm. So I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a coach, I'm a speaker, I'm a whatever. But to my kids, I'm like, Dad, come on, you know? It would never, sometimes, I don't even, there are th- things that I don't even bother because I know they'll not hear them. But I'll use the power of the third party. I'll use somebody as a positive role model to come and engage with them in my absence. And suddenly, they have this awakening. Because you, me, they think like, ah, Dad, what are you going to tell me? Hey, I was like, hey, my father, this, my father. You know, it's it, this see no familiarity because I know you whatever you tell me I take like blase but the power of the third party it's it's a very powerful thing powerful powerful so don't push them but get someone else who will uh, be able to relay the message properly and I think somebody they relate to yeah yeah it's important now, 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 Billy, let, let's go through some key steps before we close yeah. off. Key steps on how we can put that dream into action. Okay. So we, we, we first have to define, we have to give definition to what this dream is. What is the dream? I usually ask people this question. What one thing would you dare to dream if you knew you could not fail? What is that one thing? Not many things, just one. And then I say to them, let's work at the end and come back here. So if this is what you want, let's reverse engineer and come back to where you are now. What are the fundamental things that needs to change in your life for you to transcend from where you are to that place that you want to go to? Fundamentally, not, not very peripherally, not very cosmetic, but fundamental. It will go back to uh, what Asanda said. It is a deep, deep, subconscious rebuilding or I, I actually don't even, I always say to people you have to hack your brain because your brain is a funny machine it is it has built habits it is protecting you you've got to trick it if you go at it directly it's going to fight back because you're trying to get it to a place where it's uncomfortable so but the the thing is you've got to know this thing it can be you know people say I want to be rich what does that mean what does it mean somebody say I want to become successful what does it mean? Give it clear. Don't be ambiguous. Be real and say, this is what it means. This, 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 this. And you write it down. Then from there, come to the beginning and say, 
for me to get there, what is the fundamental thing that is to change? And I can tell you now, 100% of the time, it's your thinking process. You've got to change the way you think, which is embedded in your subconscious mind. And that is a process. It's never an event. It's a process. Let me go to a voice note here. Hi, Patricia. I'm inspired by the show, mostly inspired by you because I want to become a presenter like you. So steps that I'm taking is that right now I'm studying this little bit of a podcast because I downloaded this app. So I am writing scripts. I'm not giving up ever since I was 18. And people, they will be like, you are crazy. I would listen to radio and listen and listen. I will not give up towards my dream. I will gravitate towards it. I will fight with everything in my bone. That's my dream. I believe in it. You know, it might take years and years, but it will happen when it is time for it to happen. Thank you. I love you guys. <laughs> I love your tenacity. And let me tell you, Atima, I've had the dream to work on radio, specifically on SAFM, since I was in high school, funny enough. And this was the station I said, Lord Manga, seven SAFM. Right. <laughs> and the journey from there to here, ha! knocking on doors so my sister don't give up <laughs> hold on hold on it's going to happen continue working uh, towards it as billy is saying and this one says i have always wanted to live in a world where medicine is no longer used to help humans and for the past 14 years i have been programming the forces of nature to create a scientific healing center and i have just achieved that by listening to my wisdom voice i am wow. a strange human being so people are doing the most uh billy and and for those who are struggling to do the most, this is time for them to be encouraged one step yeah. at a time. Yeah. Can you give us contact details, how we'll get hold of you? But let me promise you, straight after the news, we're going to play that Josh Groban song. Eh? You've got to play it. Let <laughs> me call it the That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. <laughs> so how do we get in touch with you? Well, my direct email is to my office. is pa at com. And then on social media, my Facebook is bilisilagani, LinkedIn bilisilagani, uh, Instagram, it's Belisilicani underscore speaks, something like that. Yeah. Well, I and think, yeah. Go I ahead. never give out my numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. I think it's okay for us to email you yeah. and also yeah. send you those uh, direct messages. And for yeah. those who are really struggling in pursuing their dreams or are feeling wary, I think it's a good time to speak to a person like yourself as a yeah. professional inspirational speaker with yeah. with the history that you have for them to get encouraged and to know what to do to move forward. Billy, thank you so very much. It's a pleasure, my sister. Thank you very much. It's an honor and a privilege to serve you guys. See you again next week. Looking forward to another uh, Mindful Wednesday. It's 11 o'clock, 18 minutes. Let's go to the news.